figure out what you want your life to be about, figure out who you are and go out and do that. And don't worry about the people who say that you can't or the people who think you're crazy or the people who want to, you know, feel you full of fear. Like, just go do it because that's the thing that's going to make every person on this planet is going to be happier if they're pursuing the thing that they care about the most. And they're also, you know, we, we have a lot of talk in our society about sacrificing for others and being there for your kids and having your life be about other people and other things. But I truly believe that if you figure out what your thing is, you figure out what matters to you the most and what you're most passionate about and go out and do that, that is the way that you are going to serve others in the highest and best possible way ever. Welcome to the Think Pod, where thoughts have no limits. My name is Jared Dykus. Uh, thank you so much for you know coming on to the show today. We have a very special guest, someone who means the world to our community at Think, who means the world to many other young entrepreneurs who are on the same journey that we are. Uh, none other than Sky Anderson. Sky, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the show. Thank you, Jared. I'm so uh, thrilled to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So no problems, guys. So I thought, uh, you know, the best way for us to, you know, kind of kick this off since, you know, what you do is so amazing. I would love for you to kind of share a little insight, you know, to the community about who you are, you know, your involvement in, you know, Quantum Leap, which will obviously get to QL, KWKC, and a little bit about the Keller Williams world. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Sky Anderson. I am the Director of Learning and Development for KWKC, and we are a 501c3 nonprofit that was started by Gary Keller in about 2014. And we're all about helping young people, um, young entrepreneurs and leaders basically evolve into the best version of themselves and have the biggest life possible. That's amazing. And, and Sky, uh, what was your first introduction to, you know, that nonprofit? How did you kind of, you know, come into that world? Yeah, great question. So I uh, moved to Austin, Texas in 2014 and was looking for a job. I had just finished grad school and I went to the bookstore one day looking for a book. I think um, The Compound Effect or something like that. And I couldn't find it. And so I was just wandering around, uh, figuring what other book I might happen upon. And I came across the one thing, which was written by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. So it looked interesting. So I bought it and it just really blew me away. I had a lot going on in my life at that time. And it really helped me um, kind of focus in on what was most important. And so I checked out Keller Williams, uh, their website, and really just loved what they were all about. And so Gary Keller is a public figure. I wasn't really able to reach out to him, but I reached out to Jay Papazan on LinkedIn. And to my surprise, he responded to me within a few hours and um, just like it blew me away, actually, you know, I'm some, I'm no one <laughs> and just reached out to him to tell him what, um, 
like how his book changed my life and uh, heard back from him. And so he got me connected with Keller Williams. And a few months later, probably three or four months later, I ended up getting a job as an executive assistant for the director of operations at that time. And that job um, only lasted a few months because then KWKC was um, kicked into formation and the person that I was an assistant for got asked to be the director of KWKC. And so I um, joined him in that pursuit and have been with them ever since. Wow. Uh, it's it's crazy how, you know, such a elaborate, you know, um, vision that you have created, you know, with inside of KWKC is all possible just because you, you went and asked, right? You, you asked the simple question, you networked. Imagine if you didn't do that, uh, we wouldn't even be on probably this video chat right now. So um, that's, that's so serendipitous and uh, that story is phenomenal. Uh, I'm curious, Sky, um, throughout that process, has there been mentors for you, you know, at KWKC or, or Keller Williams that have helped you, you know, kind of bring QL to life? Absolutely. I, I really believe in the saying that Gary Keller says all the time, no one succeeds alone. Um, and Gary Keller has been a great impact, um, a great mentor in my life. I haven't spent a ton of time working directly with him, but I have spent the past seven plus years like working with his material. Um, and that's had an incredible impact on my life. And I would say that the um, two people outside of Gary Keller that have had the greatest impact in my life over the past um, seven or eight years has been Jay Papazan and Wendy Papazan, his wife. Uh, they just are really big thinkers and um, have encouraged me to think big. And I loved all Jay um, Papazan at KWRI always talks about wealth building and um, tracking your net worth and those like the things that I have learned from him have changed my life completely. Um, but so I would say, you know, Gary Keller, Jay Papazan, Wendy Papazan have been very pivotal, pivotal in my life. Absolutely. Uh, and it sounds like a lot of this material is coming from Gary, right? So how did this whole QL material even come about? Um, you know, how was it, you know, manifested? Yeah, great question, Jared. So um, Quantum Leap, I've heard Gary describe Quantum Leap as a life lessons and productivity course. And essentially, it evolved um, decades ago with him. He is very much a trainer and a teacher and a coach. And so as he was building Keller Williams, he would go into different market centers and he would share like the models and systems and the things that he used in his own life. Uh, with the people in those market centers. And I I don't remember what year it was, but at some point in time, someone asked him, hey, could you come speak to our market center? And he pulled out all the flip charts that he had saved from those presentations that he uh, had done in the market centers and realized that he had this course. Mm. Um, and he called it Quantum Leap kind of as a joke on the audience because Everyone thinks that quantum means this great big gigantic thing, right? Um, but really it actually means small and slight movements that make a big impact. And so um, out of that came the quantum leap material. QL um, evolved much later um, in 2015, 
but essentially is that that same material packaged for young adults and also made um, in a very like interactive way. So I, I really wanted to create something that could engage our students in a way where they could take action um, because the models and the systems that Gary shares are they're so big and they're so impactful but it's a lot to wrap yeah. your mind around and so what we created was something that helps uh, people really put those models and systems into action into their own life so. and i just want to give you so much props for that sky too like developing you know you know gary's basically doodles for lack of a better word and and putting it into not so much of a class only like you're going to school but it's like the reason why we keep going to ql events is of course you know the material is going to affect us at different points in our lives but also the community is always different there's always a different group of people in that room and i would say that a large majority of uh the experience is in a direct relationship to who's in that room and who's participating, not only from the instructors, but really, you know, from the students as well. Uh, and I think your material really does that. Um, I'm curious, we talk a lot about mission statements. You, you know, we know that that's a part of the QL material, you know, your MVVBP, identifying your why and understanding that. From a personal perspective, Sky, I was hoping you could share, you know, your mission statement. And I'm wondering, has it changed that much over, you know, the past six, seven years of you being at Keller Williams? Yeah, absolutely, Jared. So the mission for my life is to empower myself and others to evolve into the healthiest and wealthiest versions of ourselves. And it has definitely evolved over um, the years that I've been with Keller Williams. Um, but I would say that like at its core, it has remained the same. Mm. It really is, has always been, regardless of what the words are about empowering myself and others through my example to just have the best life possible. Yeah, I mean, you, you just hit it on the nail and it made me think back to the, the last Quantum Leap event that we did when I was going through my mission statement. There was always these phrases that I had in there that would sound really cool. But what you just said is, you know, at its core, and it's not necessarily how the mission statement might sound, but it's how does it make you feel? And I even saw it in your face as soon as you were about to say your mission statement, you got all excited. I could see the genuine joy that you had. Um, so it, it's really awesome to see how, how something like that, um, you know, can, can really impact, you know, someone's inside and, and then obviously their external as well. So you said that you've developed, you know, you yeah, helped, sure. you've helped, um, Gary, you know, get this material into QL. What was the reason why, you know, why even start a nonprofit? Why even, you know, if, if most young people aren't real estate agents, you know, why do you think Gary cared about impacting the youth? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question for Gary. Uh, <laughs> yet I would I'd say that he really cares about people in general and about um, young people in particular. But I, I think that it really came from, and we hear this all the time now, it's like the, the agents that he was teaching this material to were always saying, I wish I would have known this when I was 18. I wish I would have known this when I was 20 years old. My life would have been so much different now. And so I think that he just saw and 
you know, the people involved with uh, KWKC just saw the impact that this material could have on people if they heard it at a young age and not until they're well into their adult life. What do you think would have happened for you if you heard about this material maybe at a younger age? I know that's a very well, abstract I, question. I would say my life would <laughs> certainly be completely different. I, um, Quite honestly, I'm not so sure that I was ready for this material at a young age. I think it came at the right time in my life. Just um, the evolution of my life has been a journey like it is for all of us, I guess. Um, I'm sure it would have impacted me, uh, yet I feel like I was at a place in my life when I did get introduced to this material where I could really immerse myself in it and really make the most out of what I was learning. Um, so I'm just grateful to have been introduced to it at all and to get to basically work in it like every day you know it's awesome to be involved in something that's so positive and that is changing people's lives what, what i'm so jealous about sky is the fact that you're really in an ecosystem where everyone's truly speaking the same language on a high level too it's like you know, you could talk about a GPS exercise and then go into mission statements and how that relates to, you know, the areas of your, your life. It's like everyone's speaking that same language. That's really why I'm, you know, so excited to go down to Austin next week for the QL summit, because, you know, I'm already meeting some of the students in my group and I'm like, wow, how, how did I not know about you? You were just the state right over, you know, from me and we're about the same age and we're speaking the same language. It looks like, um, it's, it's really for me exciting to see, you know, uh, a community of people get together around one core mission and the mission arguably is, I mean, what's bigger than helping people impact their lives, right? So, um, that's an amazing, uh, thing that, that everyone at KWKC is truly doing, but I'm curious, you said it's a nonprofit how does that, you know, impact maybe, you know, building the business as a nonprofit? Does that, does working for a nonprofit, you know, is that a lot different than working maybe for a traditional, if you guys were just selling the courses, you know, as like a business, like how is that nonprofit versus business life a little bit different? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I, um, Quite honestly, I haven't spent a lot time, a lot of time in regular business. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time and didn't uh, graduate from college until I was 41. And so I, you know, it's it's been a different kind of journey for me. So I've spent most of my career in this nonprofit world. Yet, what I think is truly remarkable about being part of a nonprofit, which can also be true about an organization, is that it's important that you work for someone who, or work for an organization that has purpose. Mm. Like it really is, um, it's not really about us being a nonprofit. It's about that we have a purpose that we're working towards and that it serves a higher purpose for um, human beings across the world, you know, that so I, I think the nonprofit aspect of it is, you know, there's a different nuance to that than there is to business, certainly. But for me, it's really all about that we that we're fully immersed in our purpose and what we're here to do. And I'm guessing now, Sky, you could probably never go to a 
an office job that is, you know, purposeless for lack of a better word, right? Yeah, there's there's... absolutely not. I, um, yeah, I think it would be really hard and I would be really frustrated. And like you mentioned before, you know, I'm surrounded by people who speak the same language. And so even in my daily interactions with people outside of, um, KWKC and Keller Williams, I sometimes forget that not everybody thinks like this, right? <laughs> that not everybody um, has been exposed to these these um, models and these systems and that thinks like in a way where they want their life to be as big as possible. As a matter of fact, I think most people don't think like that. And um, it's easy to forget that when you're surrounded by people that do. Why do you think that is, Sky? Why do you think that most people, is it because of the education? I, I, I don't want you to point fingers. I'm not asking that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, is it because we weren't taught this in school? Is it because material like this wasn't even around? Like, why do you think it is that most people naturally don't think this way? It's a great question. Um I'm sure there are a lot of reasons for it. The things that come to mind for me is that it can be uncomfortable, right? Like um, we get comfortable in our lives and sometimes things aren't even necessarily going well, but like it's, um, it's what we're used to, right? And so it's that comfortable uncomfortableness. But when you step into these Uh, new ways of thinking and new mindset and there's really like endless opportunity it can be overwhelming and it requires commitment and it requires that you that you continually seek to be the better version of yourself and that's not always easy right (laughs) I think it's rewarding and Mm -hmm. it's the way that I want to live my life Um, but it's certainly if you just want to glide through life and not have to try too hard probably not um, what you're going to pursue. Exactly. And I think what you just hit on speaks more to how QL these events are really a safe place, uh, a safe place for young adults to, you know, be open about, you know, some things that they might not have told their parents. I know for me, you know, going to my first QL event and being in school at the time, you know, I wasn't privy to having conversations with my parents about potentially dropping out or pursuing business full time or, you know, like the deepest, darkest dreams that I had, where was I going to go to? I can't go to a, a guidance counselor for that. I can't call, you know, a family friend and ask them about that. I, I needed to be connected to a network. So more than anything, you know, these QL events are a safe place for, for people like me, for, for people that, um, you know, might have not had a, a connection or someone to speak to about their deepest, darkest dream or what they really want to do. Um, so, again, you know, thank you so much for everything that, that QL has done. It's truly phenomenal. But uh, what I do want to do is I want to go into oh, some uh, scenarios. So, Sky, we talk a lot about this material and how impactful it is. I want you to imagine somehow logistically – We were able to make this make sense, but the whole entire world is watching you on stage. You're in front of a stage in front of the whole entire world, okay? If there was one principle inside of the QL book that you would want to share, you know, for just a minute or two on stage to get people thinking, you know, on the right track, what would be that principle, that saying, that mentality, that statement that you would want to share with the whole entire world? 
Jared, that one's really easy. Um, for me, it all comes down to the mission statement. Like, I, I would hope that I could say it a lot more eloquently than I'm probably about to say it, but it's figure out what you want your life to be about, figure out who you are, and go out and do that. And don't worry about the people who say that you can't or the people who think you're crazy or the people who want to, you know, feel you full of fear. Like, just go do it because that's the thing that's going to make every person on this planet is going to be happier if they are pursuing the thing that they care about the most. And they're also, you know, we, we have a lot of talk in our society about sacrificing for others and being there for your kids and having your life be about other people and other things. But I truly believe that if you figure out what your thing is, you figure out what matters to you the most and what you're most passionate about and go out and do that, that is the way that you are going to serve others in the highest and best possible way ever. So I, I love that answer. That would be my thing. That, that, uh, we got to set that up. Sky, sky versus the world soon because the world needs to hear that. And I have a <laughs> feeling that not everyone in the world's going to listen to this, this crazy show. So, um, I mean, yeah, I have, I have a, a, like a, an idea always in my head of this utopia where everyone from the mailman to the bus driver, to the police officers, to the teachers, to the real estate agents, to everyone is doing that one thing, you know, that they love to do, like their mission, you know, they're in that, that strength zone, you know, and, um, although obviously, you know, 8 billion people aligning all 8 billion at once to a role that fits them is very, you know, unimaginable. I really do fantasize about this utopia where everyone really is doing exactly what they love to do. The only way that that's going to happen is by doing an MVVBP exercise or something like that and understanding, you know, uh, why it is what you do. So I love that answer, Sky. Thank you so much. Um, my next scenario or question for you is if there was one skill you could immediately develop on a high level, what would it be? Just the snap of your fingers, you just, this skill, whatever it is, that's yours. So I think it's a very close tie between two things um, that are actually opposed to each other. So the one that would win out was the skill to appreciate every moment at the highest level. I sometimes struggle with that, of being in the moment and very achievement or oriented. And so it's always like the next thing, but if I could have that skill of just learning to be in the moment and appreciate it for what it was, um, I think that'd be amazing. The, the close second, which is opposite to that, mm -hmm. is really stems from the book, The One Thing. But if I could have the skill in any situation, whether it be personal or professional, financial, spiritual, to just determine very quickly what that next most important action that I could take um, to have the best results possible would be, that's the skill that I would want. Sky. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I know those are a little bit opposed, but appreciate the moment, know what to do next. <laughs> Sky, that is like tactically one of the best things that I've heard because I have a lot of questions that I'd want to ask Gary Keller, but one of them is how do you get good at identifying the one thing? And that is like something that I, mm -hmm. I really resonate with. If I can go into, you know, a project, 
and say, this is the one thing, this is the, the, this is the exponent to the equation that if we, you know, good, good producing results right here, it's going to spit out a beautiful project. That is such a valuable skill, not only in the real estate industry, not only with nonprofits, but just in life, you know, think about how you can apply the one thing to your personal life. And, you know, everything that we talk about at QL that, I mean, that is a, that, that skill really, really, really would be valuable. Um, great answer. But, um, the next question I have for you is if, uh, you could pick a business partner and you had two business partners. All right. One has a super strong work ethic, but is really negative. So they're a naturally skeptical person compared to someone who is lazier, but is super optimistic. So would you rather have a really hardworking negative person or a lazier positive person? If you had to choose the two, I know we have the recruit select process. So we're living in, you know, a state of abundance here and we would never make the wrong hire. But, um, you know, if you had to pick the two, who would it be? Definitely the first one. I like, I'm very results oriented and, um, people that are lazy and don't work hard, um, don't have a strong worth work ethic drive them crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think you can work around the, the negativity and when things are going really well and we're, um, you know, making, having great success, it's hard not to be, it's hard not to be a little bit positive after that, right? But just having a positive attitude and a great outlook, but not being able to put any of that into action or make it happen, to me, that it's, it's just airy, airy, right? Yes. (laughs) It doesn't matter how positive you you are, if you can't go out and make something happen. And I love that you just said airy fairy because usually I use that phrase and I'm happy that's that we're not the only crazy people that say airy fairy. But um, yeah, that is that is so important, especially for like younger people. I can even think about myself, you know, going to QL, writing a five year vision. I have all these ideas and little to no ability to execute, not on all of them, but like the grandest ideas because of my age, because of my resources, this, that, the other thing. But as I matured, you know, um, I was able to kind of use some of these tools more practically to enable to me to execute more. Um, so I would say just like the, the, if you have a big dream, that's great. But if you're not going to execute it, it really doesn't matter. It's only going to stay inside of your head. And unfortunately, no one else will be able to experience that reality. Um, all right. Awesome. And yeah, for sure. so uh, what I want to do is I want to hop into truth or trends. Um, this series or this segment, I'm going to just say a word or a phrase. And you tell me, is this a truth? Or a trend, but we have a rule. You can't say both. It can't. It, a lot of these are abstract. I get it, but you cannot say both. You have to pick either. This is a truth or a trend. Um, first one is a place. This place is very near and dear to you. So I'm very curious to hear your answer. But Austin, Texas, Sky, is this place a truth or is it a trend? I think it is a trend that became a truth. <laughs> I think, I think it started out as a trend, but now I think it's absolutely a truth. Wow. <laughs> it is the place to be. Lots going on here. 
Um, lots of you know tech companies coming here. Real estate is booming. Um, so Austin, Texas is a truth for me. You think it's going to keep on going though? You think people, more people from LA, New York and everyone are keep on going to go to Austin? It's really like, I haven't been there since the last QL event, but I feel like since I left, it's became America's like new hotspot. So you really think it's going to keep on going? <laughs> I mean, for a while, I, I, I guess it's got to stop at some point in time, yeah. but I don't see that happening anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. My, my 1953 old house has increased by $250,000 in value in one year. So what? Oh my gosh. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's probably just cause GK is there, right? All I can say to all the people that are about to come here is (laughs) you're going to wish you would have come here like five years ago, 10 years ago. Oh my Lord. Getting a little crazy. All right, Sky, next truth or trend. This is a phrase that a lot of the millennials like to throw out there, work-life balance. Do you think that that's a truth? Is there truth inside of work-life balance? Or is that just a trendy thing that you know HR people are telling us? It's a tricky one. Um, I think most of the people that are that use that phrase, it's a trendy thing to say. Um, I do think that it can be a truth, um, but I would call it something different. Uh, as a truth, I would call it counterbalance, which is what we talk about in uh, Quantum Leap. So if you think of like a scale, right, where you're measuring out and balancing something, that's all about things being in equal proportion, right? Them mm-hmm. weighing the same or being equal. And that just doesn't even make sense, right? (laughs) If you think about work and life and all the things going on, everything is not ever in equal proportion or and you wouldn't want it to be, right? Exactly. Um, But with counterbalance, it's about like finding the um, the right balance or off balance of the things that matter to you. And it's going to ebb and flow. Sometimes it's going to be more heavily focused on work and sometimes more on life. And I think it's tricky to do. Um, yeah. I think it's trendy to say it, um, but it's mm-hmm. tricky to do. But uh, I do think it can, it is something that can be um, mastered at a high level. I haven't mastered it yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, when I was a lot younger, that was like my um, hardest thing to overcome was work life balance. And I remember when Newman, you know, was saying through life, we go through learn and then we earn and then we play you know, in those three stages, they're chronological, but what happens if we never get to play and all we did was learn and work because, you know, a tomato tree fell on me or something like that. So all of a sudden, (laughs) you know, you know, I don't get to play. And through QL, we realized to learn every day, to earn every day and to play all in the same day. And then there's even strategies you know, for time blocking inside of your calendar to make sure that even if I'm having a good kick at work and it's 645, I know by seven o'clock I'm out of here because, you know, I need to go skateboarding or go to the gym or or do something fun. Um, So I I think that's definitely true. Uh, I got another one for you, Sky. Axe throwing. You know what I'm talking about? You ever see those axe throwing places? Are people crazy? Is that like a cool thing to do in Austin? Or? I have seen it. 
Uh, you know, I've heard people doing it. I have not done it. Uh, I would, I'm going to call that a trend. Okay, good. We had to get one trend in there and I thought that was the easy one to definitely get in. Um, what about millennials entering the real estate industry? Do you think that HGTV has programmed us all to become realtors and we're just like, you know, there's going to be inevitable amount of people that hop into this because it looks sexy? Or do you think that, you know, the younger generation actually has a, a place inside of this industry? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that millennials have a place inside the industry. I'm sure that there are those handful of people like with everything that are doing it because it's the sexy thing to do right now. Um, yet I, I think like millennials have a place in all of business, right? And specific, um, sorry, <laughs> particularly in the real estate industry. I mean, that's the greatest way to grow wealth, right? The greatest way that I know to grow wealth. And so um, I think it makes sense that millennials would um, be part of that industry. And I, I bet over time, be a bigger and bigger and bigger part of that industry. Absolutely. I'm curious, Sky, you, uh, you just touched on a little bit about the wealth building aspect, but what was your mindset on real estate before even working with KW or KWKC? Like, uh, were you familiar with the industry at all? Like, you know, and compared to now, obviously, you know, you're all the way in it. Um, did you have any relationship with real estate before? Not really. So I grew up um, with a father who owned a bunch of um, rental properties. And so I and, you know, he still owns them to these this day. They're paid off and they bring him a lot of wealth. But he never really talked to me about a pathway for something that I should do. I'm not sure why. But um, so I, it wasn't that it was completely unfamiliar to me. Um, but nobody had ever really introduced that to me as a way to build wealth or really, quite frankly, even talk to me about building wealth. Mm. Um, so I think once I was introduced to those ideas, the fact that I had grown up around someone who had implemented some of these things made a difference, um, even though he didn't really talk to me about them. At least I had some example in my life, uh, but it was really being inside of Keller Williams that really opened up the whole world that real estate is um, and the whole idea of wealth building and the pathways to that. I, I um, love something that came during my time with Katie Casey. Yeah. I love that sky because um, just thinking about even how someone could go to a QL event and not necessarily be a realtor, right? They could be a college graduate going for nursing even the principles about wealth building, you know, if they were to just buy their first house by the time that they're 25 or 26 or, you know, whatever the case that makes sense for them, just that little push into the industry really is going to set them up for a success in their 30s and their 40s. I mean, wouldn't you agree just e even being influenced a little bit by it? Absolutely. I mean, QL, I know Quantum Leap originally was focused on real estate agents, but it really is not about real estate and it is for anybody. Um, and so regardless of, you know, what you're interested in as a profession, QL is definitely for you. And um, regardless of whether you want to be in the real estate industry or not, 
Um, you definitely want to own a house. And if you're in your 20s or 30s or even 40s and you don't own a house, that's the first goal that you should have is to buy one because the net worth of, of homeowners is exponentially higher than the net worth of uh, renters. And it's just a, it's a great way to build wealth um, over time. Absolutely. Well, Sky, we have a very exciting weekend um, prepared for us next week or, or uh, Wednesday through Saturday, I believe. Um, anything, you know, that you want to share about that, that we should, you know, be getting the community ready for? I know we're obviously telling our agents, our team, um, if they can't make it down there in person, um, obviously, since it's sold out to attend virtually. But is there anything that you, you wanted to say about the QL Summit coming up next week? Thank you. Um, so the, the QL Summit, just for those of you who don't know, is an event that's open to 18 to 28 year olds. And it's the one time a year that Gary Keller teaches the Quantum Leap material to young adults directly. And so the opportunity to get to learn directly from a, a billionaire and the founder of Keller Williams Realty is um, a great opportunity. We do it in person in Austin, Texas, but there's also a, a virtual option. We also have, um, we're selling the recording from the event also. So it really is something that anybody can experience. So if you're interested in having a bigger life than you have now in figuring out your uh, purpose, your mission statement, and really making your life be about that, then I hi highly encourage you to either attend if you're between 18 and 28 or to purchase the recording and hear the words directly from Gary Keller himself. Yeah. And Sky, like we'll definitely throw the link into the YouTube for them to watch the recording. You know, if people are watching this even a year or two years from now, whatever the case may be, I can't describe how impactful it was for me to go down there at 18 years old and hear it from Gary himself. I think my biggest takeaway is when he was talking about the defining decade um, and how important it is for an 18 year old or someone entering their 20s to really take advantage of the 10 year span that they have before their 30s. I remember I was getting really hung up on it about him and I actually asked, I said, what happens if you know, you don't take advantage of the defining decade, as he called it. And he kind of reassured me and explained that it's not necessarily that you will not succeed at all. It's just the, the, the struggle that you'll have to go through and the process that you'll have to go through, you know, past, you know, your, your, your 20s, it's going to be a lot harder, obviously, when you have a family, if you have kids, if you already have a mortgage, to go out and take a risk, get into a different industry, do something that you really believe in. Um, and I kind of view our 20s as the safety zone, and, and that's why QL is is really uh, not imploring kids to take more risk only, but, but really live a life by design. Um, and I can't tell you how impactful hearing that from him at such a young age has shifted my early twenties, you know, even to where I am now and, and being able to come back full circle, you know, five, six years later and head back down to Austin to hear him teach it again after already going to, you know, countless QLs and quantum leaps. 
Um, even someone like myself who've seen the material countless times, I know that I'm going to get a, a, a boatload of information uh, that we'll be able to take back to Baltimore and, and kind of implement. So I'm so excited. Um, thank you so much, you know, for uh, hopping on the show, Sky. We will see you next week at the event. Um, we are super, super excited to bring down Jay Lee Tuck. Uh, we're going to produce a nice video for the QL event. Um, we got some agents and operations people on our team coming down. So we're ready to kick it off. And again, thank you so much for, for coming on to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I'm really looking forward to seeing you and um, everyone coming next week. Thank you so much, Sky. Thank you guys for watching and we'll talk soon. Sweet. All right, we good? Sweet. Thank you so much, Sky. That was awesome. Did you have fun? You're welcome. Thank you. That was really fun. Thank you for even thinking of me. I'm honored. <laughs> how how could we not have you on? You know what I mean? You've you've impacted literally me, Tuck, you know, everyone at the team here. Um, all the students that we had at QL, I really do appreciate your time. Um, we'll probably edit this. Um, it might be hard with next week with us traveling to get it out by next Friday, but we typically release them. Um, we will be good. So it'll be out by next Friday. So um, by the time we're seeing Gary, uh, the interview will be out. We'll be sure to send you stuff. Um, we're going to make micro content for like the Instagram reels and we'll obviously share with you those files. If you, uh, if you wanted to like share them on your Facebook, just feel free to tag think real estate. Uh, we'll put like some nice B roll and stuff. It'll be pretty engaging and, um, we'll send you all the content as well. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Is there anything that you need from us? Um, before you know besides the camera and obviously just our bodies down there that you need from us for the event is there anything that you want us to think about is there any help that is needed for like the reception i wanted to make sure because i know that you mentioned in the interview that you have a hard time enjoying the moment sometimes you know because you're always achieving i i just it went to a <laughs> mental image of you scrounding around the event, trying to make sure everything's perfect. And I don't want, I want you to be able to enjoy it as well. So is there anything that you need from us? You know, uh, I know I'm doing the student leader stuff, but is there anything in particular? Yeah, thank you for offering. I, I would say the biggest thing is just to, um, since you've all been there before, to really engage um, with the people that are there, make sure that, that, people feel included, that you connect and um, really make it the best experience for the people who may not know why they're there. <laughs> I think a lot <laughs> of people, their parents send them and they are like, I don't know why I'm here and I don't want to be here. You know, that's so, gonna, I, like, I think just being. <laughs> that's so funny to me that like people uh, that you think there really will be people like that there that are like not looking forward to it because their parents sent them there. There always are. Um, the cool thing is, though, is that most of the time by the end, like they show up saying, I don't know why I'm here and my mom made me come. And then they leave saying, I'm so glad my mom made me come. <laughs> you know? Because now um, I know why yeah, I'm here. That's right? always the case. 
they go there not knowing <laughs> yeah, why they're here exactly. and then they leave with their mission statement. And they're like, oh, I know why I'm here now. I can go back home to my parents. No, that's such a, 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 a surprise <laughs> and a treat for those people who are, are not looking forward to it. So I'm excited to engage with everyone, but we won't take much more of your time, Sky. Thank you so much. Uh, it was great talking to you and I'll see you in person next, uh, next Wednesday or, or Thursday. Sounds great. Thanks, Jared. Looking forward to seeing you. See you, Sky. Go.